Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Weekly Scramble, a place where we chat about life over a cold one or two. It's time to belly up to the pod with Mike Fratelloni and your host, Chris Reavers. That's right. It's time for the Weekly Scramble. My name is Chris Reavers. By my side, his name is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Reavers, when I woke up this morning, I was in shock. You were. Well, it's Halloween. And what do you not expect on Halloween? Snow. Snow. I went up, I, I woke up, and I wake up really early, right? The house is beautifully warm because it's probably way too hot, and they're mm-hmm. like set way too high temperature-wise. And, and you I, have a house full of women. A uh, house full of women, <laughs> and I look outside, and I think, well, this is going to kill my cockatrice. What? What's a cockatrice? Uh, it's a cockatoo, but just a little bit bigger. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's a great joke. That's not bad. Um, so I looked outside and I could just see my yard, you know, just the snow laying on top of the leaves that I haven't picked up yet. <laughs> All of my hoses still outside. Time out. Yes. Yeah. You, I've been going to I, the yeah, you're right. Mike Fratelloni right. School of Gardening and Yard Work for going on 11 years now. You're the one that told me don't pick up I your don't. leaves. I don't. I, I mulch all of them, but I haven't done that second mowing where I mulch them all in. Got right? it. Okay, got So, it. in fact, here's what happened. The, one of the nicest things that's ever happened to me that happened the other day. On uh, Saturday afternoon, I mowed my yard, right? Yeah. And my grass is as thick as it's ever been because it's been cool and wet. And it, like, my big mower was just bogging down Germinating. the whole time. I Big mean, time. It, it is, it looks great. My lines were meticulous. I did everything perfectly right. And so I was driving up my driveway and someone was coming down my driveway. They had dropped off um, uh, er, his daughter to hang out with my daughter. And I kind of drove past him and he stopped and he backed his car up and he said, your grass looks great. Your line, and his name is Jim Wyland. And I said, Jim, thank you. Like that really meant something to me because I had planned and I was going straight and I didn't have a drink because I thought I can't have a drink and mow. No, no, I need to be to right do. on. So I'm going to, I'm going to do it. And luckily someone noticed. And then I had been taking like my daughters and my wife down the drive and I was like, look at the grass. And they're like, would you stop talking like, about the grass? We don't care. And I was like, well, <laughs> Jim does. And obviously Jim <laughs> likes me more than you, but a cockatrice went extinct. So I interrupted cockatrice. your thought about this yeah. morning, seeing the snow. That was and, it. That was oh, just, okay. that was it. Just, okay. it was kind of depressing seeing the snow. Right. Yeah. It, we've had uh, a little uh, insider knowledge. Fratelloni's has 22 stores in the metro area. Right. That's what I do as my day job. And mm-hmm. then I get to come do this with you and talk about Garage Logic and the weekly scramble and do all that stuff. And we have had 
in October, the biggest snowblower month of sales, of Toro snowblower sales. Yeah, you were saying that. It's been 5X of whatever ever it's been. People understand, they remember last winter. And last winter, if you remember, oh, yeah. it was crazy. It was. And, um, you know, now is the time if you're going to get something because we have full selection of everything, right? And, you know, the selection just kind of diminishes when you get after the holidays and so on. It just starts to diminish down. So um, it's been absolutely nutty. Absolutely nutty. And I think people are prepping for this winter. People are prepping for this winter. Sure. So when I saw that snow, I said, well, at least... This will remind people that snow is coming, yes. winter's coming. Let's get moving. And Let's you get do ready. like it. You do like it when you see the snow. I do. <laughs> that that white gold. Yes. Um, okay. You mentioned Halloween. Mm-hmm. And how should I phrase this? It's fun getting to kind of re relive the moments when you have kids. You know, my kids are at the, my, I, I, I said this to somebody the other day. My kids are at such a fun, perfect age right now. I mm-hmm. wish I could freeze time. Yes, yeah. You know, uh, my my son turns twelve tomorrow. Oh wow! He, uh, his birthday is November first, and it's it's crazy to think that he's going to be twelve. It's mm-hmm. just insane. To and think. that's your youngest. Not my oldest. Oh, that's and, your oldest. And my yeah, youngest yeah, okay, is yeah. eight. But it's okay. like, oh, I knew that. My boys are at that perfect age where they're getting into sports. They mm-hmm. still like me. Yep. <laughs> they can have real conversations about things. And it's yeah. it's fun. I, yeah. I just I wish I want to go time out, God. Mm-hmm. Like let's just let's yeah. just stop her right here yeah. for for a little bit because this is so much fun. But obviously that's not anyway. Mm-hmm. So um we got this morning, um my youngest was allowed to wear his Halloween costume to elementary school. Mm-hmm. The middle uh middle school that my uh 11's going to be twelve, I don't know if they didn't have a policy or if he just didn't want to. I wasn't sure, sure what, what the deal was. So my 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 little guy put on his dragon costume and he was going to wear it as we walked to the bus stop. Fun. And I, of course, said, well, hold on a second. Because I always walk, because my wife is out the door early mm-hmm. um, to get to work and I'm, I walk the boys to the bus stop every morning. And I said, well, hold on a second. Because there, there are two of about, I think, roughly 15 kids that wait in line for the bus. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, hold on a second. And my oldest goes, oh, no. Oh, no. I said, well, I got to go get my costume on. So um, on your phone there, you do you have access to Twitter? I do. So this morning, um, you, we were just talking to Roscoe, uh, behind the scenes guy here in Garage Logic in the Weekly Scramble. I did my video for Hofferman Water. All right. So if you go to the Garage Logic podcast Twitter account. Okay, so at Garage Logic. Right. Um, you will see the Halloween costume that I ordered. <laughs> um. It looks like, are you holding a cat? Yes. And are you a pig? Oh, no, you're Winnie the Pooh. No. So I am holding our Siamese cat. Yes. And then you just whip it onto the ground. His name is Benji. Yes. Benji is my arch nemesis. Okay. Because Benji is the kind of, do you, I think I've explained what it's like to own a Siamese cat. Mm-hmm. Have I not? Mm-hmm. And I've used this analogy before, but it's worth repeating since it's relevant to the video. Owning a Siamese cat is like that episode of SpongeBob, where his pet snail, Gary, yes. runs out of snail bites, Gary's favorite food. Okay. And Gary meows and meows and meows because he's jonesing for some snail bites. Yep. To the point where they have to go to the pet store. Did it's closed. Him? Yep. They have to go to the pet store factory. That's closed. And and Gary's jonesing. He will not let up. So that's a Siamese cat is just there to let you know it's there all the time. So it meows constantly. I like it. So what I decided to do is, in an effort to humiliate my wife and children, (laughs) I went on Amazon 
and ordered a life-size Siamese cat adult costume. Is that what that is? That's a Siamese cat okay. adult-size costume. So when I ordered that, it came in the mail, and of course I said, did somebody say costume? And of course my kids, no. Really? So I ran into the bathroom, put it on, and came out, and I thought my youngest was going to die. He that was laughing so hard. It is hilarious. It looks a little tight in the crotch. I'm going to say, um, you're maybe a little too tall that for this. That has been a problem. Yes. And keep this in mind, <laughs> underneath the costume, I am wearing... Uh, you know, like the Regular athletic clothes. athletic sure. pants. Okay. In an effort to, because the first time I wore it, I was not wearing said athletic pants. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, to like yeah, yeah, like yeah. this inappropriate costume. Right. Why? Well, you know what? You're a tall guy, so when they say one size fits all, not necessarily a six foot three guy. Right. right? And keep in it's mind, I did order the XL Siamese cat okay. adult costume. Well, it's a good look, Reavers. Thank it you. It is a thank you really good look. I. You know what's nice that people at uh, Hofferman have to be exceptionally excited <laughs> that you would post something so cool for Halloween. Right. And uh, they say. Is it Hafferman or Hofferman? Ha- Hofferman. Hofferman. Why, do, why do they not say Hafferman? Because it's H-A-F. Hafferman. Because they're the client. I just okay. do what they tell me to. Do they not know how to say their name? So um, anyway, this morning, well done. when I put on the adult size Siamese cat mm. Halloween costume, we walked out to the... We walked out to the bus stop, which is maybe a half a block from our from our house. And of course, they're my boys are saying, Oh God, no, what are you why why are you doing this? What mm. I said, No, no, just it's it'll be okay. It'll be okay. And of course the paws on the costume only have four fingers. Yes. And so I will say, Hi four. Oh you know, like, you're, like you're high really five. doing it. Oh, I'm really into it. Were you it. making the noises, the cat? Oh yeah, noises. for sure. Huh. And and of course my old you know, he's t- he's almost twelve. It's like, Dad, there's girls that don't oh. just her. And I would say, Well, meow. And no. of course Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. To, no. to the point where one kid kind of looked at me like, what is wrong with... And there was a lot of kids in Halloween cast. I said, what's the matter, kid? Never seen a dad dressed up as a cat before? And I would, and I pretended to lick my paw. Oh, and- no. <laughs> okay, that would be embarrassing. You know what you really have to do for the kids? What's that now? You have to say, oh, my God, kids, come see this. And you have to find a very large fake turd. Like a very large one. And you need to put it in the litter box. And then you need to say to the kids, oh, my God, kids, what kind of Siamese cat did that? Because you think the kids would think you licking your paws is funny. Wait till they see a dad-sized turd. Or or if I just leave it. Yeah, oh, my God, I I need to do that. In fact, that was one of the lines I used this morning is when we were... When I was pretending to be waiting in line for the bus, I looked yes. at one of the kids. I said, you think there's a litter box on this bus? Yeah. And he kind of went, oh, 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 God. You need to go buy four king-size Snickers bars. Where do I find? Bars. Oh, that's right? exactly what so I need, you need to do. all you need to do. Kind of mash them kind together, mush heat them up. up a little bit. I'm like, oh, no. Uh, was I not supposed to do that? <laughs> oh, uh, That got gross. If you can't, the whole point. Of having children, yeah, is to torment them. Yeah, and they will think they'll remember that time when Dad dressed up as a cat that's and crapped the only, in the litter box. That's the only reason yes. why I did it. Yep, because yep. uh, unfortunately, I used to have my leprechaun costume. Mm. 
there was a, an episode a few months back. In fact, it might have been it might have been Halloween last year. Yeah, um, there was an episode where it ripped, and so I had to throw it away. Oh, that, so no. that got eventually got replaced by yeah. the Siamese cat costume. Well, good. So anyway, well, I'm glad you're. Does your wife? She seems like the type who would really get into Halloween and just love dressing up. She yeah, she's super into it. She really? started to decorate the house. I don't know a couple weeks ago for Halloween. And, really, and the, all of the seasons. That's her thing. The house just gets transformed from. Halloween into Thanksgiving into Christmas into Easter. Oh yeah, it just it's just a nonstop bonanza at our place. I have some really really good friends that uh, Rashid and Lisa Isak are their names, and they're just beautiful people in St. Paul. And she'll do like when one of the kids has a birthday, she'll do like a like a full step and repeat. Do you know what a step and repeat oh, is? Yeah. Yep. Like those big signs yep. that says the kids' names, yep. and then it will be a fake donut shop, and then oh, she'll that's have them. Cool. And she does. She goes all out, right? And my wife and her are really good friends. Okay. So she's like, "Oh my God, Lisa's killing every other mother, right? She's just killing it because yep. no one else is doing that." So I woke my wife up this morning and I said, "Hey, you know, it's it's Halloween. Like, <laughs> what's your big thing that you have ready for the kids? What are you gonna do here? Like, like Lisa, and she's like." <laughs> I didn't even know it was Halloween to begin with. <laughs> Why are you waking me up? And I said, oh, I, I'm sorry about that. It's 4 a.m. Yeah, she would 100% have done something. Right. But she also knows that my kids would be like, why is there stuff in here? Don't do that, right? Yeah. I did have one of my daughters is, is getting a little older. She's 15. And she uh, said to me, she's going to a party and she's going to wear a fireman's costume, right? Oh. And so I went and picked her up at this party and some kids were coming out and these girls were inappropriately dressed, to say the least. I was like, oh, no, right? And then I said to myself, at least my kid was going to be a firefighter, right? Pretty simple. She comes out, got a little firefighter hat on, a tied-together shirt that ties in the front. Oh, no. And then, you know, like volleyball shorts, but but red ones because a firefighter. And I said, the hell are you doing? Are you kidding me? You were the worst one. At that 10th grade party. like, you, And I said, you can't dress no. as a sexy firefighter no. at 15 years old. And she goes, that's not what I am. I'm just a regular firefighter. And I'm like, that's not what firefighters look like, FYI. And so, if they do, I'm starting yeah, yeah. Yes, I'm starting a fire in the garage. <laughs> um, and then she said, today, she contemplated going trick-or-treating. And I said, that doesn't work. You can't go to a party on Friday night dressed as a, uh, a sexy firefighter and then still think you're young enough right. to go trick-or-treating. And see, that's, I was telling you this before we started to record, you know, hearkening back to the bartending days, the two worst nights to work, well, and, and Halloween's always weird because ha- Halloween and St. Patrick's Day are always the worst days for mm-hmm. bartenders because... Halloween, or I should say St. Patrick's Day, is every Bud Light hero wants to drink Guinness and Jameson. Yep. So it's just a mess. Get a little too drunk. And right? Halloween is kind of fun at first for about an hour, and then it just proceeds into an absolute disaster. Oh, really? Oh, it's it's. But it, and the problem is when Halloween falls on a Tuesday, both the, the prior weekend and most likely next weekend yep. can all be considered well it's Halloween sure, weekend it's Halloween, yeah, you yeah. know oh, no I, I don't I don't want to do any of that yeah um 11 years old 11 years old is when the last time I wore a costume <laughs> I think I might have become an adult man at 12 because I said I'm not doing this anymore. You started shaving and just yeah, I don't, I, I, even I'm though done. I couldn't I probably couldn't shave till I was 24 <laughs> I, I just said I'm never wearing a costume so when I see these people you know when you go onto Instagram yep, and Facebook yep. and you see them going to a party and the guy built his own costume and he's has 33 hours into it and I thought huh I think if I had to go to a, a costume party if I were ever to be 
invited to yep, one, yep. I'd throw on a Twins cap, and I'd be a Twins fan. One of my favorite Halloween memories. In fact, it was 25 years ago today. Mm-hmm. Um, my buddy Pete hated like any type of celebration. He just wanted to be left alone and okay. sit in his dorm room and, and, and drink Guinness. Right? Sure. He just wanted to be left alone. And he took a white T-shirt and wrote, "This is my bleeping costume." There you go. And that's, that's that was it. That was it. Yeah. That, that was his. That, that was see, his costume. I could, I could, I could go with that. Yeah, I could do that. So this was a subject that came up on Garage Logic, but we got an email response from Dan, and I wanted to save it for our show because I don't know why I was blown away by this. Great. So did you get a chance to listen to yesterday's show? If not, it's not a big deal because uh, I know sometimes you binge me the it. Topic. Well, several, but one of the things we brought up was I played one of these man-on-the-street videos of an NYU student talking about um, he's a socialist, whatever. Yes, I listened, yes. Okay. And then in that caption, it read, you know, the enrollment at NYU. Yeah, 66 grand or whatever, yep. So get this, and I don't know why this is just blowing my mind. Um, This comes to us from Dan. Hey, Reeves, I heard you talk about this, and just a heads up. You are correct to report that NYU tuition only is roughly $60,000. The actual cost to attend for a freshman is $90,222, including room and board, books, etc., according to their website. Wow. And I can assure you, if you're making even middle-class money, they aren't giving you a dime of merit aid. Best of luck to the parents of that genius who was interviewed. Thanks yes. for playing. And, and the, the genius was saying, you want to be a socialist. freaking grand? Yep. Can you that imagine is that? insane. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, it's maybe not bad if you're going to get your doctorate in chemical engineering or something, and you know you're going to go make 500000 bucks a year, right? You can kind of say, okay, I'm, it's going to cost me 600000 for my education, but I'm going to earn 500000 bucks a year for the next 30 years. But if you're, beca- if you're getting your master's in poetry or literature or women's studies, you're screwed. If you're getting into marketing, you're screwed, right? I mean, you're just, you're never going to get out from under that. And ever, 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 you're going to have it. And then you're going to yell at 45 years old that someone needs to take care of your student loans because you don't want to pay them anymore. And it's like, it's so disgusting, Reavers. It's so disgusting that we allow an 18-year-old kid to sign a piece of paper that allows them to get a loan for $90,000 to go to that school. Yeah. And it's not bankruptable, right? You know that student Mm -hmm. loans are not bankruptable. If they were... They would never allow an 18-year-old kid to sign that. They'd say, hey, we're not going to let that do this. I didn't know that about student loans. Yeah, you can never bankrupt your student loans. You can bankrupt your house. You can bankrupt your car. You can do your credit cards. But you still have your student loans. They stay with you forever. So this is news to me. I did not know this. So what what is the clause or what's that rule? The the reason is because all of the schools say, hey, we're going to let this little pumpkin, sweet-faced 18-year-old kid come to our school, but it's going to be $90,000. We're not going to let them bankrupt that on us. They, They no matter or what that's guaranteed by the federal government they're getting paid well what happens god forbid you die well i don't know oh. I, i'm sure the federal government makes up the you know the federal government pays the difference i did not know so that. a federal student loan is just not bankruptable well, is that all is there is that some type of bylaw written is it the the student loan provision yeah, one, i'm sure two, it's three. like it's, it's just the you know, you're, you're getting your student loon from the united states government wow right and you know i know there's other third parties that handle your loan you make payments to third parties but the government backs that loan and it's just not bankruptable so you know if it were then all these people who have two hundred thousand dollars in student loan debt and are making you know twenty nine thousand dollars a year as a poet 
or $14,000 a year as a poet would just file for bankruptcy and the wow. student loans would be gone. But they can't do that because then, you know, no, no one would ever pay their college debt because it would never be worth it. Right. That's crazy. It would be it, it, if you get a $400,000 education at NYU and you don't make a ungodly amount of money, it would never be worth it. Wow. Yeah. That's just insane. Yes. Uh, another email from Steven uh, talking about corn night. You remember we talked about yeah, corn night corn last week. Night. Yeah. Uh, I found it great that someone commented on corn night in Red Wing, Minnesota, Reeves. Uh, I remember this growing up in the area, but unfortunately by the time I could participate, it had died down. I did a Google search on corn night and found an article from 2008 that was in the local paper, the Republican Eagle. I hope you do pursue the story. It would be great to hear somebody else's story about corn night, the corn night discussion that we had uh, on last week's episode. Um, Quickly, before I forget to mention our friends at Harmony Spirits, I got an email today uh, reminding, it's so weird that this has now entered the realm of consciousness, but Christmas gifts. Yeah. You got to start thinking about it. Tomorrow's November 1st. Harmony Spirits makes the perfect Christmas gift for the GLer or the or the weekly scramble fan in your life, you can now buy full size bottles. Mike, you got your full size bottle uh, you know last what? week, and that I'm not wearing the the hoodie today, not the hoodie, the quarter zip. Yeah, but I wore it already. It's isn't it it's a great fantastic. shirt? No, Absolutely they make fantastic. they make great no. gear. So uh, make sure you can stop by. You can buy the full size bottles of all the great Harmony products. Uh, it process lower than the larger retailers. Okay, remember, all Harmony Spirits are completely Minnesota-made from grain to glass. Very, very few local distilleries can say that, and Harmony Spirits is one of them. They have been proud supporters of both Garage Logic and the Weekly Scramble, so please make sure that you support them this holiday season. And head on down to Harmony and stock up, and also go into your lo- local liquor store and ask for the Harmony brand by name. It's going to help us continue to help those guys grow. We really, really do appreciate it. Uh, in fact, fact, I, um, I gave my bottle of bourbon to my neighbor, Rob. Yes. Because neighbor Rob is like the guy that <laughs> takes care of my driveway. Sure. Like he's just that he guy. He loves bourbon. He, and yeah. he, wor- and he's, I think he works uh, a lot from home. Okay. So he's the guy where, oh, the other day, hey, sprinkler guy's coming by to blow, you want me to open up your garage door? I'm like, oh my God, yep. that'd be awesome. Thank yep. you. But yep. so he's that guy. Perfect, so yep. I gave him. Uh, one of my bottles of bourbon. Mm-hmm. Like, here you go, buddy. He's like, no, what? Do you? I go, yes, t- just take it. Uh, yeah. It's it's absolutely my treat. So, anyway, Harmony Spirits, they're the best. Thank you so much for your continued. Support I am going for to them. get home, open up my bottle of Harmony Spirits, and I'm going to have a more memorial drink to Matthew Perry. Yeah, that was sad. That's sad. Do you hear they're blaming blaming it on pickleball? Wait, that, I thought he dr- his drowning is he, related he, to pickleball because they said he played so hard for a couple hours of pickleball yeah. that he might have had some cardiac thing happen. And then when he went into his hot tub, hot tub slows your blood pressure down, right? It, it can really, you can oh, get real drowsy if it gets real hot. Oh, no. And that potentially he was, he, he didn't die of, this is all hearsay, he didn't die of drug use or, or overindulgence. He may have died from pickleball, which is... Sad. That's really and, sad. But it might be another reason to not love pickleball. Well, and he was very, very open about his struggles with addiction, both yep. to yep. Um, various drugs and alcohol. And it's one of those cases, too, where I, I think I'm going to get heavy here for a minute. Yeah, it's okay. one of those cases where, and I had the same reaction, not not to, not to this degree, but I, I was really, really struck when Robin Williams died. Yeah, And it's sad. because... The people like him and Matthew Perry, or, or let's just say Chandler, mm-hmm. 
they make you laugh. They're the people that, you know, they're, they're, they're all they care about is getting that high of and that rush of making somebody else laugh. And <clears throat> you don't realize that that person is struggling to such a degree on the inside. Sure. And and unfortunately, with in the case of Robin Williams, you know, when he took his own life, you don't. I, I'll never forget this, and I, I'm kind of all over the place because I it it, it I'm, I didn't think you were going to bring this up, but Robin Williams had a line of something to the something to the effect of you don't know how much someone is struggling inside because of how much they're trying to make you or no what was the line was hold on I got to find it because I'm not going to do it any justice so talk about Matthew Perry for just a second because I got to find this quote yeah I, was, I absolutely you know, love the, it the, I think Rob all stars anybody dying is sad. Right? Anybody dying is sad. But when you're 54 years old, you don't want to die in your hot tub. Right. Right? That just doesn't seem... Whether you were a drinker, a drug guy or not, you still don't want to die like that. Here we go. I think the saddest people always try their hardest to make people happy because they know what it's like to feel absolutely worthless and they don't want anyone else to feel like that. Wow. And it's just... Damn, that's, that's a, a sad. Well, it, yeah. but it's it's powerful, right? It, it, it's incredibly powerful. What's very very nice about maybe you, but me for sure, is I'm so glad I've never had to feel that fear of like just complete and utter sadness, right? Yeah. Could you imagine living every day thinking, "Why am I this sad?" Yeah, that would Why? be yeah. It would be right. very 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 difficult. And some of us are just blessed to be not bright enough to have deep thoughts, and, you know. And maybe that's just me, right? I'm just not going to get over critical of myself, right? Right, right? But those who struggle with depression, man, you just it's it's not like a, a arm pain that you can say, "Okay, I'm not gonna I'm gonna hold my arm tight. I'm not gonna feel this pain for a minute." I think maybe depression is a pain you feel yeah. all the time. It would be really one of the worst ways to die, I'd imagine. So uh, let's quickly change topics before yeah. I start to cry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did you see? On the uh, also on the Garage Logic Twitter account, you, you've seen the um, the the costume like the spirit Halloween. Yes, where you'll, they'll post a Kim Kardashian or, or whatever. Yeah, the, the, the packaging for Spirit Halloween gear. Did you see the one that that was tweeted out from the Garage Logic account? I, it was either late yesterday or early today. Remind me. The mayor of a fake town. Yes. Costume. Yes. <laughs> so that's the picture of Joe. And do you know? I'm gonna. Do you know what this dumbass said to me? He he literally thought they were selling it at Spirit. He came in here, so yeah. I, I'm in here doing whatever, and I could, I always know when Joe walks in the building because mm. the first thing he does is he drops his his bag yeah. next to the, his computer over here. So I, I I know well. First of all, when I hear the door open over there, I know it's Joe. Sure, it's either Joe or Rookie. Well, you know it's not Rookie because it's an hour before that's the show true. Starts. That's a good point. Right. So I hear the bag drop. Hey, dumbass, <laughs> what's up? <laughs> Are they really selling costumes of me? Oh, God. And he said, what are you talking? He's like, I saw something on Twitter where they're selling Mayor... F-. I go, oh, my God, Joe, you don't understand that that's a bit, right? It's a little bit. It's called parody. Right. Yeah. But he really thought we were going to sell... What would be great is that if that became a number one costume in the oh, Twin Cities. Think of how much money we could make yeah. by doing that. We could do that. I think what you what I like about that picture specifically is his hair was very disheveled. <laughs> right? It just kind of looked like he always looks sometimes, not always, sometimes looks like he's just kind of been windblown. Right. Like maybe you drove his motorcycle here yep. without a helmet, yep. right? Cuz he has that windblown look, but he's got a nice head of hair. Uh, for for a windblown look, he does. so he can he can pull that off. Uh, I had another Our email mayor. here, and now I can't find it that I wanted to share with you earlier. But anyway, um, was was Matthew Perry your favorite character on uh, Friends? Can I be honest for a minute? You never watched it? No, no, no. I because okay. it was right in my wheelhouse. Sure, 
Can I share you a little secret about the show Friends? Yeah. So Friends, it's not that I wasn't a fan, because mm-hmm. I'll watch an episode yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And I don't know if other guys feel this way. So Friends started out when I was a sophomore in high school, I believe. And it ran all the way through to basically when I was an adult, right before I yep. got married, or no, right after I got married. So yep. kind of that kind of odd time of kind of becoming a somewhat sure. of an adult to you're, now I'm an adult, right? Yeah, you were doing what they were doing. So I of. kind of grew up with the the, the yep. cast, yep. right? Friends was that show where you kind of watched it and paid attention to because you wanted to be able to get the in with the chicks. Ah. Does that make sense? Yeah, you're like, you needed something to talk about. Like, I'll watch oh, Friends with you. you met, can you believe what Rachel said last oh, week? Really? And keep in mind, when it started yeah. out, this is before TiVo and sure. before... You had to watch it. it. You had to... Thursday night, yeah, you yeah. had to watch, so that yeah. way at school the next day. Oh. So that's what, yeah. that's kind of what Friends was for me. It was okay. like, oh, that was kind of the door in to be able to... To, to talk to the gals at school the next day, right? Friends for me was super simple. Yeah, it was it was low hanging fruit c- comedy. Even simpler than that. Oh. Mine goes down to a base animal instinct. <laughs> Mine was to see Courtney Cox, and that was it. <laughs> Courtney Cox is a friggin' smoke show in my book. Of all of the people, see, I was more. I was a uh, uh, Aniston guy. A Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. yeah. Courtney Cox, beautiful. Quirky, exceptionally clean, right? If you set a cup down and you were done with it, Courtney grabbed it and took it away from you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Easy to love. She'd be so easy to love. See, that type of smoke would show. It be, would it be neurosis? Yeah. That- yep. <laughs> That's what it's called. It's a cleaning neurosis, and I like it. I would even say that my sweet wife might have something called really? a cleaning Really? Oh, okay. my God. She's the most fastidious person I've ever seen. Okay. It's so awesome. Okay. Yeah. And, of course, then you had Lisa Kudrow, and she was more too quirky. She too- was the girl you'd be friends with. Like, she's pretty, but nope. Nope. Yeah. No, thank yeah, you. Yeah, you're right. That's yep. exactly. So you fact, could legitimately be friends with her. Here's here's another fun fact about that show. Back in my my talk 107.1 days, mm-hmm. the gal that I worked with, Colleen Cruz, auditioned for the Lisa Kudrow part. Really? Yes. Wow. And Wouldn't she, that be a life changer? And so how about so because of that, she never watched one episode oh. because they picked Lisa Kudrow over her. Yeah. And she was, you know, Colleen was a big time, not, not was she, she was really well known in the, in the comedy world. Super funny. Okay. Really, really smart. Yeah. I loved, loved every so minute. She had a legitimate her. chance to get yeah, something no, she, like that. And, and, and she's very pretty yeah, and, and yeah. she legit had a shot to, to get this part and she didn't. Um, and oh. they, and they went with Lisa Kudrow instead, you know, so she never watched one episode. I don't blame her. Yeah. It would be like that time where you and your buddy always buy a lottery ticket and you don't buy a lottery ticket that one time and then your buddy wins. And then you think, oh, now I can't ever look at that person again because, <laughs> I mean, that that is a life change. I mean, a superstardom through that show. Yeah, for sure. You made hundreds of millions of dollars. Yep. And, uh, oh, I feel bad. Okay, Colleen Cruz. Is Colleen right. Cruz, yep. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look How, her up. You've met Colleen. Have I? Because now I want to say... I, well, wait it, a minute. Wouldn't You and I would have been working together when I was still working at 107. I don't know. No, we wouldn't have. Yeah, because I was working at both 1500 and at 107. Uh, no. Okay. Now when we started the... Um, spell cruise, is it... K-R-U-S-E. Oh, okay. Yep. 
Oh, I, th- right I could have. I could have swore that you two would have met at some point. Why? Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. I, I think I recognize her. She. She has. She's prettier than Lisa Kudrow. Yes. Yeah. I agree. Um. Yes. The very first story that comes up with her. Yep. Can I not say it? That's just. Let's just hold off on that one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't, no, don't. Michael, please no. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, thank you. I should that, have, that you know, was it's funny. Really, really funny. That was the first time I've ever been edited in my entire life in ten years from you. You're like, stop. Right. Okay. And, I, and and I'll explain later why okay. why I'm why I'm Yeah, maybe it's a different person. So uh, yeah. okay. No, it's not, but okay. I just, I'm, okay. I'm asking you to Whatever you do, do not go search her on Google. All right. So when uh, I'm gonna quickly switch here <laughs> before I get a phone call later. Um, tell me you've seen the video because you know we're, you and I were men's men. We we, we like when stuff explodes. It, it, yep, yep. Tell me you've seen the video on whatever social media. You're a TikTok guy of the semi truck that crashes into another semi truck that's loaded with one hundred thousand dollars worth of fireworks. No. Yes. It's it? exactly what you really would picture in your mind. It just goes nuts. It just well, it's just. It's almost like they planned it. Really? Oh, it it almost of... looks like it's it's a, a, a part of a, you know, like you'll see sometimes where they're filming a video for a, sure. for a movie. It's almost yeah. what you think it is, where, well, this had to have been part of a movie. Do you think it is? No, think it because is I think there's actual, I, well, in fact, I, I don't, because it was in, I think it was in Canada. And did someone die? Um, that, so, and, I don't, and I don't know, okay. and I don't know Let's that. Let's hopefully so not. I mean, but a yeah. dead person would usually indicate that it was not set up. Yeah. You know? Um. <laughs> Jerk. No, I'm, gonna, I'm wondering if I should edit that out. Anyway, um, you know why um, this is a very sad time in my life right mm. now, right? I, uh, because football season is over for your kids. Because by the time you and I reconvene yes. next week, um, the baseball season oh, will officially yeah. be officially be over. Yeah. In fact, to the point where I saw something from the Arizona Fall League because this was the oh no, this is when. I think you had your first epiphany into just how weird I am. Yes. And that's when my beautiful wife and I went on vacation to Scottsdale. Well, it wasn't really a vacation more so. It was her work sends um, some people out for a, for a conference every year in Scottsdale. Mm, mm. And this was a time where I just kind of tagged along because sure. it was she already had a room and everything else. So yeah. I, I went with and... Um, I kind of started to see, well, what was there stuff to do? And yeah. I said, hey, there's a there's a baseball game over. She said, okay, let's go. And you thought, wait a minute, it's the middle of yeah. November or beginning of November. Yeah, like, well, what, why are why? you why, why why are you going to a baseball game? Mm-hmm. When, well, we're outside. We're what, who cares? But I think I also said you could be laying by the pool. Yeah, we could have been doing that. right yeah. swimming, partially naked, horseback riding. You could do anything. Go through, go hiking. You could lay in the hotel room, right? If you know what I mean. Or, or you could go <laughs> to a Grapefruit League baseball game. Watching kids, you have no idea who any of these people are. And and some may become something, but many won't. Right. 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 Although it's strange because you can't tell. You just can't. Or Let me ask that. Sure. When you're watching a Grapefruit League game, is that a Grapefruit League? Well, no. Grapefruit League is spring training. Spring training. Because Grapefruit League is Florida. Cactus League is Arizona. Ca- that's what I meant. Cactus yep. League. Yep. But it's still not even Cactus League. This is pre. This is basically, this would be the kids that are just out of high school and college drafted. Okay. That are playing, you know, like rookie A ball. Okay. So when you the watch fresh of the fresh faces. The, the freshest of the fresh faces. Yes. When you watch these kids, because they're all studs. 
right? They yeah. all have to be studs. Sure. Have you ever said that number seven is a incredible stud? Mm-hmm. His name is Bob Johnson. I'm going to follow his career. And were you right? Um, it's tough to answer only because you, I, I guess can see, oh, that kid's got a good arm or okay. that kid, you know, like I, I, you can tell in some respects, but as far as assessing a kid's long term, mm-hmm. I mean, that's why guys get paid a lot of money sure. to do that. So, I mean, if I, if I, I'll say this. I've watched enough baseball to know that if I did that as a job, yes, I would be good at that. Okay, and I, this isn't me trying to. No, p- but you feel confident you'd pick oh, up. But talents. I, but I could absolutely like know. I know what I'm looking for. I mean, in, in so I, I don't know the story of LeBron James come up, right? Did sure. He, I don't know if he played um, 15 year old uh, league rec league, and someone said, "There's the best player right. ever to play basketball at 15 years old." Right? right? right. It was it, it was it that easy to pick out? I told you I had gone to a Minnesota United game once, oh, and right. Zlatan Ibrahimovic. I'm not saying his name right. <laughs> Zlatan Ibrahimovic played against our team, and he was a European League player, and he came here to play for the Galaxy, LA Galaxy, okay. or or LA, whatever team it is in LA. There's two of them, I believe, and he looked like a totally different person. Like, oh, that person. A man amongst boys. Like, it just yeah. was totally different yeah. in soccer, right. which would be incredibly hard to differentiate yourself because in reality, you don't touch the ball that much, right. right? Right. And he's scoring goals from midfield. I mean, it was like unbelievable. I was like, okay, I can tell that he's the best player sure, out there. Sure, sure, right. But then the next best player, I had to ask. And, like, baseball, who's the next is, best? and baseball is tough, too, because I'm going to steal Royce's line from this, and I love it because he's, he's spot on. Baseball's hard to judge long term because there's so many levels of minor leagues where okay. you got to get better five times. Oh, so when it. you start mm-hmm. out at rookie ball, you got to get better to get moved up to A ball and yep. then to, and so on to double A and triple A and finally crack through to the big leagues. And not everybody has the same trajectory. Like look at game two starter for the Arizona Diamondbacks, mm. Merrill Kelly. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'll believe you. He's 35 years old, and he's basically a rookie. Wow. Where he was 29, right? You'd think, well, yeah. you, he's six years younger. He's probably, but no, he he's 29. He was pitching in South Korea. Oh, really? And this is this is exactly why I freaking love baseball because um, you get stories like this yeah. where the guy said he's just middling, right? He's just yes. wandering into the yeah. desert, but just trying to hang on to his professional career. Figured something out in his delivery, and all of a sudden he's. Freaking starting game two of the World Series. Think of that. It's just that's that's Think exactly that. why yeah. I love baseball. I love stuff like that. I watched a video from Steve Jobs, and he was talking about the delta between the average person and the elite person, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So when you think of that average uh, baseball player, you know he can throw a ball eighty miles per hour. Yep. Right. But the best throwers, pitchers can throw at a hundred miles per hour. Right. So that's what a 22% difference, right? That, that there's yep, in, yep. and it's a huge difference. It's only 22% mathematically, but it's night and day. Difference but, it is. Yep, yep. but he was saying that in software and the software that he was building, there was a 50 X it's 50 times better than the average. Wow. And he said, nowhere else on earth do you see those ratios? If you take the world's best sprinter and an average sprinter, it's one-tenth of one percent difference. I mean, it's, you know, one percent makes the difference. Yep. But he said because his company had this delta 50x, 50 times better than any of their competitors, they were destined to win no matter what mm-hmm. because no one could ever catch them. That's crazy. It would be the equivalent of a guy throwing 100 miles per hour or 5,000 miles per hour. It's just night and day difference. I, I wouldn't want to... Uh... 
Take a pitch at 5,000. No, that'd be no, that, that I wouldn't want to stand there. I have noticed that during the games recently, and maybe they've done this all year, there's the the umpire camera. Yeah. And the balls, and I, I know this seems stupid, they don't look nearly as fast coming at you from the from the catcher's point of view as they do from the side angle of the, the hitter, pitch. The hitter's point of view. Well, I mean, from the yeah. from the hitter's point of view, I mean, you're, you're basically, from the umpire's point of view, the ball doesn't look like it's going that fast. It is... But it looks way faster from different angles, right? Right. And I remember going to a batting cage and kicking it up to fastest, and it just blowing past me, and it was probably 58 miles per hour, <laughs> right? So, I mean, I, I get that I'm not, but yeah. it's like, oh, that doesn't look like I can almost see when people say, I'm looking at the pitcher's hand to see what well, the pitch big, they're throwing. You know, the thing is, too, and, and I'm experiencing this coaching little guys, is is just trusting that the ball's not going to hit you. Yep. yep. And, and honestly, that's that's kind of a challenge oh, with, yeah, with, with, absolutely with, with kids. Yeah, it's yeah. like, hey, buddy, you got to hang in there. But mm-hmm. what if it hits me? And sometimes it does. Yeah. Like, but, yeah. but it's going to hurt. The thing at that cry. age, the kids aren't throwing hard enough where it's going to hurt for very long. That's yeah. what I always try to say. Like, but yeah, yeah it's going to sting for a minute. And then it, eventually that's going to go away. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. And then you're going to be able to walk to first base and you're going to be able to stare down the pitcher <laughs> and you might even point to him saying, I got you in the playground tomorrow at Emmett D. Williams middle school. <laughs> right. Oh, Michael, thank you so much. Hey, Reavers, you're the best. Please do us a favor, rate and review the show wherever you happen to be listening to the weekly scramble. We would appreciate it. His name is Mike Fredoloni. My name is Chris Reavers. We'll talk to you again next week. Until then, cheers.